What up, fam? Welcome back to episode 21 of the Off the Waitlist podcast. I'm your host, Moses Siem. Today, I sit down with the co-owner of Accelerate Seattle, Brandon Hughes, right here underneath the shadow of the Space Needle. I was lucky enough to get to know Brandon during our Orange Theory Fitness days when we when I was first starting out there and just stayed connected with him. Now he's doing his thing at Accelerate. Uh, really excited for you to hear a little bit of his story, get to know him on a deeper level. So without further ado, let me introduce Brandon Hughes. What is up? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Can you hear me okay? I think so. Yeah, hold on. I'm just getting set up. I think this is good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Great, man. What's going on? Man, not much. Just been kicking it. Yeah. You know, doing doing the thing. What about you? What's been going on with you? Dude, just staying busy, you know? We have just our hands full over here. We got yeah, I know. How many kids you got now? Like 27. <laughs> They're everywhere. We just start numbering them off by now. No, we we have we got seven. Um we have we have two in the house right now. So we should we should be okay. We shouldn't get interrupted. Dang, seven kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's something for you right after that. Wow. That's yeah, man. how's how's fatherhood been treating you? The best, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Nothing better. Um, man, you, you think you think you have, you know, your stuff figured out and you you add kids oh in, God. and it's like just it completely rocks your world in all all the best ways. I can um, o- I can only imagine. Like yes. when I when I got a when I got a dog, I was like, what? Hey, you gotta start telling we, so, we, we had a dog before we had Gracie, so um, there you go. They're the best. How old's um, How old's Gracie now? She just turned four. Damn, and she's yeah. the oldest. Yeah, she's she's my my oldest. So I got it. I inherited five amazing kids um, when when Marie and I got married. And got it. They they are incredible. Um, so Gracie would be the sixth, and then Mila, um, COVID baby number seven. Amazing. So, and done. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we're yeah. just getting started right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy. Um, something that I do with my guests is I have them share a 60 second life story. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So basically I'm going to start a clock and you say whatever you think is needed to say in 60 seconds. Put me on the spot right then, away. I, like I know. It. I know. Okay. So, you know, you can start from your childhood. You can start with what you do. You can start however you want it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to get my clock started and I'll let you know. And I'll give you like a little hand signal when there's about 15 seconds left, just so you kind of know that it's almost time. All right. I'm looking, I'm looking at you, but my camera's up here and I don't want to be like this all hours. So oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm that's perfect. No, no, no. That's perfect. Honestly, this is more sound than anything. Like cool. I, I might pull oh, man, some video, seconds. but you're going to give me a little countdown. Do I want to yeah. Like it? Yeah, I'll give you a little countdown. Fun. So okay. gather, gather your thoughts. Okay, I'm just going to hop right into it. I guess. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right, first things, um, my name is Brandon, Brandon Hughes. Um, I was born and raised in Arizona. Um, at age 15, I lost 100 pounds in about three months and have had this massive love for fitness ever since. Um 
Growing up, I was a big singer as well. Uh, I was actually a vocal performance major at the University of Arizona. Uh, what else? Um, 2014, I packed up from Arizona, moved over to Seattle, um, where I was fortunate enough to be one of the founding coaches of Orange Theory Fitness and opened up their first two locations in the Pacific Northwest at uh, Capitol Hill and Lower Queen Anne. Um, since arriving in 2014, I've met now my um, my beautiful wife, Maria. We've created our two beautiful girls, Gracie and Mila, and founded Accelerate Seattle. Wow. How'd I do? You did amazing. Like That's 60 seconds? Timing was perfect. Kobe. Time, yeah, timing was perfect. Dog. And also so much to unpack here. Yeah. Um, just, just even from there. But first, uh, tell me what you were like as a kid. Like, what was little Brandon growing up? in Arizona, what part of Arizona? Yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest. I, 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 you know, kind of stubborn, uh, just kind of did my, my thing. And, you know, a, a good kid, I got good grades and, you know, I, I was a, a really nice kid, but I think I got caught up, um, just in the wrong crowd and just kind of, you know, I think, if I were to really unpack it, uh, being overweight, I think I was, you know, trying to be someone I really wasn't just so I could fit in, mm. you know, cause you know, that, you, that age, yeah. you know, kids can be pretty ruthless. Um, just like, com- like compensating. Totally. Almost. Yeah. Totally compensating. Um, so, you know, I think there was a lot of me who I was just trying to fit in and in doing so it just, it wasn't at all who I truly was. And as a result, I just got in trouble and one thing led to the next. And it just kind of, it kind of for a while, for a few years, it was kind of like this, just one thing after the next and you just can't stay out of trouble. So, that, I mean, honestly, those are kind of traits though, that you kind of need to have as like a business owner too. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you have to be a little stubborn, a little bit, a little, mm-hmm. A yeah. little rebellious, a little, you know, For you have sure. to be willing to, to yeah. put yourself out there. So I think that kind of carried over uh, in, yeah. in a good way, right? Yeah, you know, once I, I feel like once I hit, there was a moment where I, I, it all kind of, everything collided and it was just like, you know what, this this isn't who I am and this is mm. not who I want to be. Right. Um, and it was a complete 180 and um, completely changed. I like to think hopefully for the better. Um, no more trouble, you know, grades were fantastic and the friends were fantastic, uh, wanting the best for you. And that's always key. Yeah. And you know, things, you, things, everyone learns, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, you uh, got, you got to get your circle, right? Totally. Totally. So hold up 15, you lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really, I was always an active kid growing up, um, played soccer, played baseball, played basketball, rode my bike around. Um, I I don't know exactly when the point was where I kind of just stopped. Maybe it was as I was kind of coming into junior high, early or late elementary, I just kind of stopped and, you know, just kind of became sedentary um and really oh, just overate if i was just gonna be direct about it it just right. overeating and you kind of lose that movement and 
you just one thing leads to next and then it becomes a source of comfort for you. And then you're depressed because you're getting bigger. So, and you, so it just kind of like snowballed, at least for me, it was kind of like a snowball effect where one thing led to next. And then you didn't really, you didn't know, really know what you were eating because you were hungry. If you're eating because you were sad, if you were right. upset. Um, so that, that took a long time. And I think for me, the turning point was going into high school. Um, I didn't want to be seen as the fat kid. You know, I didn't want to be picked on because I was like severely picked on, um, as a kid growing up, always like the fat kid. Um, and so like, I going back to what I said, like, you know, you know, compensating on who I was to kind of fit in. Um, and you know, that being going into high school and then coupled with my doctor saying you are morbidly obese. If you do not change your ways, you won't, you will not live a very long life and your parents will, will have to, you know, you know, you know, I don't want to finish what they were saying, but it was like, essentially they don't want to bury you, man. Like, right. You gotta, you gotta figure some stuff out, but I was at my peak weight. I was probably 235 and I was like short and I'm not tall now, but I was even shorter. So between the weight and the height, it was just not, not good, but wow. Yeah. That is mind boggling. Yeah. Just like knowing, knowing you now. (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm sure like all of your, like people listening to this, if they didn't know that story. Yeah. It's something I keep relatively quiet. You know, I, I, I wish I would be a better, like, Instagram person tell my story more because I'm sure it would impact and yeah and for sure people would resonate with it. Um, but I'm trying I'm trying to put myself out there more. It's still stuff I'd struggle with today, just putting myself out there because I'm just like so guarded and right. I think I think a lot. I think I don't think you're alone in that. I like that's why honestly that was a big reason why I started this is because I I wanted to hear these stories and yeah. and it yeah. just became like well let's just record it and maybe yeah. people people will enjoy it because I think I think there's a big need and a big space for people to share their story and you know like you said you don't know who it's going to impact and who it's going to touch um, but that's yeah. that's sure. that's wild because usually. <laughs> It, you went through that fast because usually like for me for example i became sedentary in like my 20s after high school yeah uh like post like starting in the workforce i was probably 45 pounds overweight okay. and then and like my mid-20s is when i was like okay like gotta get started <laughs> so as a 15 year old to have that switch yeah what did like what were like did you were you just playing sports were you like lifting what was like your main no um like when when i lost it when i lost my weight yeah uh yeah so i went when i get focused when i truly get focused i i become almost obsessive um i won't stop until it's done so for me what that looked like at age 15 losing 100 pounds in three months was going to the local gym before school, um, doing 30 minutes of cardio, um, whether it's elliptical. I think I started on on the elliptical machine. It was low impact. I was so big. I didn't want to run all that, you know, weight on my joints. Um, I then go to school, do, do all that deal. When school is out, I go back and do some more cardio. So 
you have to imagine someone who's not doing anything that does 60 plus minutes and then pulls back their food, mm. you, you know, to the levels I what that I was, it, it just became this thing where it almost, like I said, became obsessive. I look at the scale every morning and it would be down a pound. It would be down a pound and a half mm. per day. And it became like this obsessive game I had with myself. Like it was almost a pound a day, which if, if someone were to tell me that now, I would be like, sl- like slow down. Yeah. That's not, it wasn't healthy. And I, I'd be the first to admit the way I did it was not healthy. Right. Um, it's, it was borderline. I would actually say it was probably eating disorder um, mm. because you have, once you go to a point and you get recognition, right. From something good. Yeah. Even though it may not be healthy going the other, you know, the other way. True. It, it kind of snowballs your behavior. And that's yeah. what it kind of did to me. And it's it, for a while. It's like a drug. It, it becomes like rocket totally. fuel. Totally. It got to the point where uh, I had teachers that were actually mentioning to my uh, counselor in junior high, like, hey, check with his parents. I, I don't know what's wrong with him. And so I, I actually had teachers and counselors calling my parents saying, hey, He's losing weight super fast. We're just calling to make sure is everything okay at home, you know? Because you have this kid who's like you know very large, and all right. of a sudden he's become this you know toward the end of the year the smallest kid in class. Wow! So it was just it was a it was it was when I look back at it, it was like kind of kind of wild. Yeah, that is wild. That is wild. But you know, there's some good things to take out of that. You know, yeah. like having that mentality having that kind of um, determination, that self grit. Yep. That again, that all just carries over, I think, because you can always take that with you in, in, totally. in other areas of your life. So that's crazy. Where, uh, where'd you go to college? So I went to the university of Arizona. Okay. Um, I was, I, I love Arizona. I, I love the sun. Um, sorry. Hold on. Oh, no, you're good. I, sorry about that. Um, yeah, my, my dad went to University of Arizona. Um, so I grew up, so I was born in Tucson. Okay. Um, once I was like two, we moved down to Mesa, Mesa, Arizona, which is like a suburb of Phoenix. Um, and then toward the end, I knew I wanted to stay in Arizona. I wanted to be relatively close, but not so close to home where, you know, it was like, I wouldn't leave the house. Right. I wanted to get out there and experience life without, you know, my parents. So uh, Tucson is about two hours away. So it was a perfect distance. Oh, yeah. Um, They offered me a full ride scholarship. I visited the campus. I loved it. Um, And kind of one thing led to the next. And I was, uh, yeah. A a full ride scholarship for vocal performance? For singing, yeah. I was one of two freshmen to sing with the uh, upper class and the graduate uh, coach. So that was very intense, very intense. Uh, that sounds intense. Yeah. I would, I, I would also hate it if I were in your shoes, if someone asked me to sing on the spot. So I'm not going to do that. It's the worst. Uh, yeah. It's the worst. Cause I have to say no and let people down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I retired. It was, um, every once in a while, once in a while, I mean, probably once a month, someone tries to get me. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm, I'm getting closer again. Part of it's like, you know, 
flooding down the walls. It's, yep. it's all good. You're not being judged. People just want to like generally hear you say. Yeah, so, for sure. I for think sure. Like, I think my baby girls. There you go. There you go. So, it, it, it's coming in handy that way. Yeah, yeah. That's that's freaking amazing. What? Um, yeah. How did you? How did you learn that you could sing well? Well, so my dad was uh, a choir director. He had got his doctorate in music. So mm-hmm. naturally, I was surrounded by lots of music growing up. So yeah. um, when I was six years old, five or six, I joined the Phoenix Boys Choir, uh, and that's a like a local, you know, boys from ages like six to twelve or thirteen, and. In that choir, I found a love for music. I traveled all over the world. I I went to Australia, New Zealand, uh, traveled there for a month to sing. I went to Europe twice. I sang for the president once. Uh, what? Canada, Mexico. I, I, I experienced things that most people don't get experienced in a lifetime. I was 12 or 13 when I did it. So it just opened my eyes to what music can bring and how it impacted me when I was feeling crummy. You know, Mm. it it, it completely kind of like the gym is now. It just, it it just was a way for me to release my feelings and anything I was, you know, going through at that time. Wow. That is, that's crazy. That music took you all, all the way. Yeah. There. Yeah. Um, did you know I was in choir? I did not know that. You seem like, you seem like a musical person. Like oh, I can you, see it. We, you I and I, you, you and I have that. Yeah, you and I have that in common. Uh, I just quite, let's go. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> we could be like the fitness choir. We could. With yeah, the boy band, the fitness band. We exactly. Got, we could we be a boy band. I think we have some in here. I guarantee you, there's way more singers out there. For sure, there's some people who don't even classify themselves as singers. I'm like you, but you have a yeah, yeah. voice. What what uh what part uh what what uh voice are you? Tenor one. So first tenor. I used to I used to be able to sing super super high. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how I got my scholarship. I, I could sing notes that most most guys at the time couldn't. Wow. Um, that is impressive. It was that fun. is impressive. It yeah. Was fun. It's, yeah. It, would, it would not happen nowadays. So when you say you say prove it, I'd be like, absolutely not. It's a muscle and it yeah. has not been trained in a long time. So you're singing melody. For us, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can think. I'll, I will. I will hammer yeah. the melody for it. I got. I got to sing the boring, boring like baritone. Yeah. Okay. Two, 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 All right. That's an important part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my God, that's amazing. So, yeah. that, I mean, that kind of rolls into our next question as far as like first experience in fitness. Obviously, you were grinding it out in the gym mm-hmm. as like a 15 year old. What about like group fitness? When was it like a thing for you to be like? Oh shit. Like I'm going to take a group class. Honestly, I, I didn't have group fitness on my radar at all until I moved up to Seattle. It was mm. one of the things I, I kind of blindly moved up to Seattle. Um, I was in a relationship at the time and I, I didn't, I didn't do any research before I came here. I just was like, I'm going to move up here. I'm going to move to Seattle. I'm going to pack my bags. I've never moved um, outside of Arizona. So I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to see where it leads me. And in doing that, I, I somehow stumbled upon um, an ad about Orange Theory or something along the lines that they were hiring, or I knew that they were opening a location because I was being trained in Arizona to become a coach. It never 
really happen because I because I left. Oh, interesting. So I ended up calling the studio, and um, this gal answered the phone. I believe her name is Marina, and she just said, "Hey, we have tryouts literally like two days from now. If you want to come in, like you can, like go for it." So you know, one thing led to the next. I I had no idea what I was doing. Like I said, I had never yeah. done group class fitness at all, um, and I was fortunate enough to after the week audition to have made it. And then, you know, I just, I, it's been a learning process. Like it's my, my background is personal training. It's what I've been doing since probably I was 19 years old. So right. I, I, I was more of a one-on-one uh, personal trainer. So there was like that transition, you know, going from one-on-one where it's a little more personalized to group class where you're impacting, you know, multiple people at once. Right. Well, yes. so rewinding just, just a little bit, cause uh-huh. I, I want to know how this went. So here's Brandon singing, <clears throat> singing his little heart out somewhere along the line. I'm going to become a personal trainer. Where, when did that start to come about? So when I was in college, there was a moment and it was so clear. It was I was in my rehearsal with my voice conductor and I wasn't fully prepared for my practice. Uh, he, my choir uh, coach expected, my vocal coach expected me to be well prepared than you know what I actually was. And he just told me what it takes to be the level that I thought I wanted to be. And it, what that required was hours upon hours in a, you know, choir room practicing. And I was one that things come relatively natural for when it came to singing. And I knew I was like, that, that is not it. I do this because I love it. And I I instantly knew that I didn't want to be a professional singer. That wasn't really my, that wasn't my interest. I did it because I loved it. I did it because frankly, it paid for school. Yeah. Um, I got my education covered. You were uh, good at it. It, it and, was and, easy. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was something that to release like my, my feelings, my stress. And I happen to be really good at it. Like, um, with, with, with some work, but not yeah. the level that this person wanted me to. Mm. So, you know, it's like anything else So you, you come to like these crossroads and you have to decide, is this worth it to you? And for me, it was like, there's no way. Mm. So I slowly pivoted away from vocal performance went into more broad education, still, still singing. Um, but found out probably my junior year of college that nutrition and fitness was more in line with where I thought I wanted to go. Mm. Wow. That is so fascinating. I, I love hearing that because, uh, one of these days when, if you ever like hold like a competition or something we want you to sing the national anthem oh fine maybe wouldn't that, yeah wouldn't that be great sure yeah let's do it you know and accelerate open and then have you have you have you start yeah. us with the national anthem i think that'd be dope. yeah 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 um wow that's cool so so you started at orange um yeah. for those of you who don't know who are listening to this i actually met brandon at orange you were phasing out that's correct. Yeah, I was going off and doing my, I guess now what would be considered accelerate, but it wasn't accelerate at the time. It was right. PT kind of going back to my roots and 
doing my own small group training. Yeah. It, it honestly makes sense. <laughs> like looking back, like doing what you do now, like, cause orange theory is great for like someone who's just starting or looking yeah. to stay in shape, maintain shape, yeah. learn, learn some new moves. It's a great, it's a great workout for show, but with your knowledge and like your background, mm-hmm. like what, what you guys are doing at accelerate, um, is like next, I would say kind of next level-ish. There's a lot more cueing, a lot more coaching involved just cause like you're moving around stuff that you're not at orange theory, for instance, a barbell. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, so, uh, tell me about that transition. You mentioned that it wasn't quite accelerate, but as you were transitioning out of orange theory and like starting your own thing, was there just like, I just want to start my own thing. I just need to do my own thing. Like, I love this, but it's not for me. What, like, what was your mindset behind that? I think at the time I just, I wanted to be on my own schedule. I wanted to just do me and not worry about, you know, the corporate, you know, politics that come with being at Orange Theory or really anywhere. Um, uh, That was probably the main driver. And I, I, I think just working for yourself to me, that, that always kind of resonated with me. And I thought that was, stuff that's it's it's really it's it's in your hands and i do best when things are in my hands right i i prefer that um uh so that's i think where i was linked to the word the most i i I would just have more control over like my my day right how i allocated my time so that was really important to me because as you know like you know there are trainers out there who just who grind mornings nights weekends and yep. all in between and it's incredible I, I i i've done it you've done it we all know plenty of trainers who've done it and it's it has a shelf life for sure at least for at least for me it does like that's that i i couldn't i can't i couldn't and still can't do that um so i knew doing my own thing i'd have a little bit more um freedom in that way yeah 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 um, cause y'all moved to, you, you were doing like outdoor stuff and then you were doing yeah. Yeah. Uh, Northwest project. Yeah. And then you moved to your space now. Yeah. Which yeah, is I, a dope space. Tell me how you found that space. Honestly, by total mistake, it, it wasn't, it, it was a space that someone had mentioned to me in passing that I should check out, um, I was looking for a space at the time. Um, when I met the, the previous owner, she she wasn't she wasn't there as much, and she was kind of doing two things mm. at a time. Um, and one thing kind of led to the next, and we discussed you know a deal where I take over the space and. Um, I purchased equipment and again, it was like one of these things I never, if you would have told me before it happened, I'd be like, no way. Yeah. So it was one of these things where I was like, Hey, why don't I just buy the lease out? And I just, so I just basically purchased equipment and I kind of flipped the lease. We got it redone. And that was kind of, it's, it's so weird when I go back and actually replay that time. Yeah, I bet. It, it, It wasn't at all how I thought it was going to go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was more than happy just renting space, but like I said, kind of one thing led to the next and here we are. Yeah. For, for those of you who haven't been, it's a beautiful space. It's literally right across the street from Climate Pledge. Uh, mm-hmm. If you watch my stupid reels, some of them are recorded in <laughs> that studio um, because y'all equipment is dope and it's like like everything, yeah. every, everything you need. So be sure to go check them out at uh, Accelerate. Um, okay, moving on. We have some like quick hitter questions. There's like three levels here. Okay. First level is like kind of easy, like pretty surface level. As we start to get deeper into the levels, they start getting a little more intricate in your answer. So I'll be excited to hear what's going on. Okay. Level one's kind of like either or, or would okay. you rather? Uh-huh. So are, uh, would you, uh, tacos or pizza? Tacos for sure. Hmm. Gosh, you know, people are ride or die for one or the other. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, my, my wife's hardcore Italian. I, and I love her. Um, but I think maybe it's because <laughs> we just eat so much Italian food, meatballs and pasta. I, I feel like we have pasta. She's going to listen to this. I'll make sure she hears this. We have pasta probably like four times a week, four or five times a week. Uh, careful, careful. Sammy and Tessa, I know. Oh, she, oh, she, oh, she knows I love her. Um, her food's amazing. <laughs> uh, she, uh, the, the pasta, the, the twins, Sammy and Tessa, they love pasta. And now Gracie and Mila love pasta. So I feel like we have pasta at our dinner table at least three or four times a week. So I'm like, whoa, let's go. Let's go stick to my root, my, my Arizona. There you uh, go. Boy, Ruth, let's go. Let's go talk. There you go. It's like pasta's become like your salad, like a side dish. Yeah, just well, like, yeah. you're gonna have pasta no matter what. So yeah, um, what what do you have any favorite taco spots? Ooh, here no. There's a few in Arizona that are pretty good. So all right, let's yeah, hear them. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to Arizona soon, so I need it. Okay, I can I can help you out. San Diego, Arizona. There are some really good Ooh. spots. So if you have any, if you um, if you want, sure. just right off the top of your head, one spot in Arizona. Oh man. It's in Tucson, and, and of course, you have me on the spot, so I'm totally blanking. Um, it's oh all good. I can, I can just edit this you, out. You have me blanking. <laughs> I, I haven't been there in like five years, and I'm like, of course, I'm all blank here. I'm going to hang up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang it. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, are you a dog person or a cat person? Dog. Mm. Do you have 100%. any dogs? We have we have a dog. I'm surprised. I thought he was in here. He's not in here. He's uh. He's out there. He's a, um, a labradoodle. Oh, wow. Cute. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's great. He's um, a full full energy. I was going to say, like, I hope y'all got a dog. Y'all got seven kids. Yeah, yeah we do. We got a handful <laughs> up with seven. He's our, he's our eight. He, yeah. He's, I often tell people the first year he was probably more difficult than, uh, Gracie or Mila. Yeah. That, that, that man, that first year with him was oh, rough, brutal, literally. Yeah. Brutal. Um, are you a texter or a caller? Text. I don't mind calls, but I'm much more quick. Yeah. With a reply or a response on uh, reply with a text for sure. Yeah. I'm such a bad, like, even if I want to talk to the person and they call me, I'm like, <laughs> no, I feel weird. Yeah. I feel, I'm awkward. I don't know. I don't know. Um, would you consider like, would you rather spend like two hours on the beach or two hours like in the forest hiking? Oh man. See, I would take beach over the forest. However, I think being on the beach is 
not as great as actually seeing the beach because you just get sandy and i just know that's my thing really yeah i don't like yeah, the yeah, sand. it's really it's really great but you know what with the the whole thing what's going to happen is you're going to have to shower you're going to clean up your feet you're going to stand your toes for like 36 hours so it's in your car yep your yep. house so i yeah so i i have a lot of family in california i just remember like the beach is so pretty to look at uh but if i if I, you give me two hours let's go some let's, let's do some hiking yeah all right sure. um would you rather explore the depths of the ocean or the infinite that is space Oh, I love water. I'd go depth to the ocean. I want to get deep down and see what they got. You're, 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 you're trying to find a kraken. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to find that kraken. You got it. Yeah, got it. something crazy down there. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm a little scared of heights, so I, I would have that in the back of my head too. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know there's zero gravity. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm I feel scared. like I'm high. Still scared. Yeah. Um. Okay, moving on to level two. You made it past the first level. Oh, good. Uh, what's your, what would be like your superhuman ability? Oh my gosh. And it, and, and it doesn't need to be like superhero related. It could be something like, like, for example, someone just said like to know every language or. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I like to, I'm, I want to give you the first thing I thought of. And that's how I kind of answer it. The first thing I thought of was to be able to read people's minds. Oh my God. You're that, that person. Be, that'd be pretty dope. Just yeah, like you're crazy, yeah. Just like know what people are thinking. I'm sure it'd be fun for like a day, <laughs> but man, I'd be like, "Wow, you feel that way? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, right on. okay. Yeah, that, that'd be a little crazy. Um, but I, I feel like if they're like rapid fire questions, I want to give you my first response. There you go. Not, there you not go. I love it. Think of a perfect answer because I love it. That ain't it. Um, what's your favorite treat meal? treat meal oh my gosh i have a massive sweet tooth yeah um uh, so anything sweet related this is embarrassing i mean i have some weird things but they're all like sweet related things like i, I get like i have uh for example canned whipped cream in my fridge and i probably take that sucker to my mouth like four or five times a day and i have no shame about it i <laughs> the kids are like like they hear the sound and they're yeah. like, Pete, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's like, now you know, you know now, what I'm doing. Yeah, now it's now they're like, like really? Like we have like three cans of whipped cream and they're all for me. Just it, I have I have a weird sweet tooth deal. Uh there's that, a few people in the fitness community who know that. I just that is amazing. I can't help it. What's your favorite type of dessert? Oof. I'm a I'm a pretty big brownie guy. I love brownies. Ooh, like a warmed yeah. brownie. Do you like it warm? Or like that, that either way, I, yeah. you know what I'm a sucker for it, when it comes wrapped up in like that, like clear wrapping. Oh yeah. It, it looks all like, you know, like a something like you buy off like smushed. Yeah. And it's like, it's so, I don't know what it is about the wrapping, but it's like, I want the wrapper and I don't want the brownie. I want the, yeah. mm, so it's, it's like something you buy from a bakery back in like the late nineties. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, it maybe reminds me of my childhood and how much I loved sweets back then. So I don't know. That's kind of weird too. You, you know, weird. yeah, you know, I like it. You know that you have a sweet tooth when you can get that specific on something that you like. You're like, yeah, I think uh, I'll share some embarrassing stuff. A brownie, but it's gotta be saran wrapped. Yeah. Saran wrap. There it is. Yeah. And I'm, 
I'll have any, I'll have any sweet, but that again, I'm going the first thing that comes to mind. Um, love that. Uh, do you have any hidden talents? I mean, obviously you're a singer. That's a great hidden talent. Oh man, hidden talents. Um, I guess I would say singing because it's just something many don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's something worth noting, um, bringing up. Mm, nah, no, nah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I think, I, I think I, I, I gave mine away yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. You definitely, you definitely like gave us your hidden talent because yeah. I did, I did not know you were a singer like that. I didn't know you had it like that. I did. I did have it like that. Um, do you have any current podcasts or show obsessions? Are you, you know a podcast what? listener? Are you a TV watcher? No, no. So this is my first podcast that I've been on ever. Oh, and dope. I, and, and I don't listen to podcasts. I not because I don't like them. It's yeah. Personal. I just it, it's never really been a thing I've to, like done in the past. But uh, recently, I've been uh, listening to the one with Jason Bateman, uh, Smartless. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, this, I'm the guy walking, you know, my dog with my, my AirPods in and there's people walking by me and I'm like full on giggling as <laughs> they, they don't hear anything. They just hear me giggling and they're probably like, what, what, what's up with this guy? I'm full on laughing. Like I love them so, so much. Good. They're so, so great. good. Um, I, I feel, I feel like those, their, their humor is just they're so great money. They're speaking so my language. Um, Here's here's a tough one. Mount Rushmore of music artists. Oh gosh. And they could be it, this is this is up to your discretion. It could be like your most listened to artists, who yeah. you think who you think the most influential is. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh man. Um I know this is a tough one. This is really tough. I could be here for like a full hour yeah. trying to break down. So I feel like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the first few names. I thought I'd have to put Michael Jackson there. Yes. Pop, he just just kind of he's the first, you know, he was, you know, he kind of changed the game a little what, bit. What were you singing growing up? Right. What was I singing? Yeah. Um who was I into? Um you know, I really liked Michael Blay in college. That's one that does stand out. Josh Groban. Again, I, again, I was leaning a little bit more toward people yeah. who are more vocal. vocal. Uh, Josh Groban, Michael Buble. Um, you know, I more of the vocal singers. Yeah. Man, that is a great question. There's like, there's so many great ones out there. That's true. Uh, how many do we, I have? We can't, we, uh, well, officially put MJ on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, the, okay i'll just put it like this the ones who mj was big when i was young i think eminem i would I, I, again he is like one of my all-time favorite rappers i just he was the one that kind of like introduced i was like oh they're rap okay here's like him dr dre snoop yeah. dogg all those yeah all those guys so he comes to mind um uh, another one when i was a kid whitney houston just, yes just some chords, some some pipes on her. Yep. One more. This is a good. This is a good Rushmore. I I am struggling because there are so many. Yeah. So many good ones. It's like it like floods. Everything's flooding right now. Um. One more. Give me one more. I, I'll, I'll say 
Justin Timberlake. I, I love him. I think he's I think he's dope. That's I, a solid I, Rushmore. I love his stuff, and that that's the that's the one that would probably be like, hmm. But I don't care. I uh, yeah. JT, he he's done it all. He's yep. boy band to do it yourself. I I have to a lot movies. Of, I have a, I have a lot, I have of, a lot of respect for show. Just for did it himself. And did that's it, a good Rushmore. You got yeah. MJ, Eminem, Whitney, and yeah. JT. That's a good Rushmore. Yeah. Um. Who is a dream dinner guest of yours? It could be real or fictional. Again, I'm going to go with my, my theme. First thing I thought of, um, Steph Curry. Ooh. I think, so there's, there's a few reasons why I say that. Um, first of all, he, he, my favorite sports basketball. Um, I grew yeah. up idolizing, you know, Michael Jordan, all these greats, um, and he's one of the few players I think really changed the game of basketball, just making it cool to shoot from 30 plus sure. feet away from the hoop. Um, but way, way more than that. Like he is, he is one person that I know walks his talk. Mm. He is actually an investor in Maria's uh, company, Cindio. Wow. And she, she has had, more than um, a few times going one-on-one with him at dinners. And, and it's exactly what you think about him as to what you see on his, like his social media. He, he is all about representing the underrepresented. He, he walks the talk. He is, he does everything for those less fortunate. And he is just the ultimate like dad to his two girls. And I just think that's so cool. Um, wow. again, I, 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 maybe cause I was just looking at some from his, and I was like, gosh, he's awesome. Just so, so fun. Um, but also such a great human being. Right. Um, for being sure, so great too. Yeah. And also so like literally great. Um, yeah. but that was the first, first person. That, That's like, a good one. On. You know? Yeah. It just, it's so, so much more than basketball, obviously amazing. Um, and I, I just have heard incredible things about him so he you know the way he carries himself is like again like from the outside but to hear that he's like just that person yeah is is pretty dope yeah i'm giving my first first name i'm not trying to think of just love it love it uh what's your favorite uh spot to work out other than your own spot my garage oh yeah my garage we so during covid we we moved um, and throughout COVID, we, you know, we didn't want to keep traveling to accelerate it. So we basically took our four car garage and turned it into a second gym. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, excuse me, that's where I do most of my training now. Um, and it's, it's been so, it's been great. Uh, I get to, you know, train with Maria and my, my little ones will go in there and they'll see what I'm doing. But that is that is that's really convenient as well. Just walk down the stairs and hop in. So that's dope. Yeah. That's where that's where you create all your workouts too. Yeah, that's where I create some ideas. That, and yeah, I, I would say I know you're on the on the west side, but if you ever make your way to the east side, come on over. Yeah, that'd be uh, fun. That'd be yeah. fun. Um, yeah. any advice you have for dads with with oh, seven man. kids? 
I think the biggest thing for me that I've learned is just being present. You know, mm. there's so much distraction nowadays and, and everyone has them. Right. Yep. But I think the most important thing is just being there, being present with you, your, your sons or your daughters and just, you know, letting them know that they're important, that they are seen, they are heard and that you love them no matter what. I think that, I think that is the most, that's the one thing I would say. Great advice. Great yeah. advice. Um, dope. That kind of leads into level three. Now here okay. we go. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting close. Yeah. All right. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? We kind of talked about this too. Yeah. Oh man. Let me think. You know, I, I think what I'd say to my younger self is I'd say, you know, don't worry about, you know, things in this moment, you know, um, you know, at first glance, you may think I may tell my younger self, you know, lose weight, but actually I don't think I would because like you touched on earlier, it gave me the resilience and grit and fortitude that I think continues to drive me to this day. Yeah. In fact, you know, a lot of the mental toughness that I have um, and that drives me to do others, to, to do yep. things others won't and like in my training and you know, yep. all that stuff. I, I, I know a lot of it comes from that personal experience, personal experience there. Yeah, I think the space right now is so mental health mm-hmm. forward just because like we grew up in an era where it's like listen you gotta get over it <laughs> you know like totally, totally. like mm-hmm. like we don't got time for all this like you like whatever it is you're going through it doesn't matter yeah so i th- I, o- I always think there needs to be space for for exactly what you said like determination grit kind of this mental, like always having that balance of like, okay, like, like I need to pull back, but also like, it's go time. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to feel motivated every day, you know, but what am I going to do on the days that I'm unmotivated, you know? Yeah. So For sure. I, I, I feel you there. Um, what are some short-term goals and some long-term goals you have short-term being like, maybe like in the next year and then long-term like five to 10 years. Man, so my short and long-term goals kind of one and the same. Um, at the highest and most important level, I think it's to create and nurture a tight, loving family. In my case, that's a blended family of nine. Um, yeah. You know, life has ups and it has downs, opportunities for wealth, career experiences. All of those are important, but family is the most important to me. Mm if you can look back on your life at the end of the day and say you lived with honor, humor and purpose and have a family that loves you and is close, I think that's the dream. You know? Wow. Um, Fitness wise, short term, I think my goal um, is kind of focused around this upcoming high rocks event we have going on. Mm. Um, We have about 25 members that are, signed up for the event this this fall um and i have goals to that i want to achieve and do really well but i think going back i think the short and long-term goals is all about family 
for me. I, I love that. I mean, you seem so clear, which is, I mean, in a trip, like attributes to your success. I think just, I think your vision of your life and who you want to be is so clear that it's easy to like follow a path. You know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes we can get unclear of like our vision and our purpose and, um, you know, where, where we're going yeah. that we like, we're almost just like walking in the dark, but when, when your vision is clear and when your purpose is clear, mm-hmm. it's, e- it's easy to walk that path. So yeah. I think you're doing a great job. Um, what is one thing that you would change in the fitness industry? Oh, good question. Um, you know, what I, what I would say, and I don't, I don't mean this in a, in a way that can come off offensive. I, I think what I would change is not being such a gimmicky uh, thing. I think fitness kit times can be a little bit gimmicky and that makes things super confusing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was for me. I mean, I was spinning my wheels for, you know, a few years. Um, I just think there's a lot of the, these fads and there's, if you do this, this will happen. And it, it's, frankly, total bullshit. Yeah. Um, I, I just wish there was more like, Hey, you know what it takes? It takes some consistency. It takes some hard work and it just takes time. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be accelerate. It doesn't have to berries or yeah. you know, studio three. It, it's whatever you, it, it's whatever you like, you know, your sure. goals and my goals may be different. Um, but ultimately if you hate what you're doing, you won't stick to it. Right. So, you know, it, I think, you know, the, all these empty promises, if if you do this class four days a week, you do this, like if you do anything for four days a week, you know, you will see results. If you're you're going to get some sort of result. Yeah. Yeah. You will see, you will see change. Yes. Um, Empty promises. Like that was something that got me a little bit. So I have, I still am like, Oh yeah. I can see, I I can see how that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think, I think something that I talked about with someone else was that like kind of along the same lines is like, you know, fitness doesn't need to be so competitive within each other. Like, you know, our own spaces, like, you know, like, Hey, yeah, we can, we can get competitive in our own spaces. And it's like, yo, like if, if this is your goal, like, yeah, like check out the people at Accelerate. They're gonna help you. You know what I mean? Yeah, if if yeah. this is your thing, you want to move like this, cool. You know, totally. I, like that's why I like talking to people and going to other gyms is because like if someone comes into my space uh-huh. and they're like, I'm looking for this, and I'm like, cool, I know a great person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I, I like, yeah, I think we need more of that. You and you, you do a great job. You are one that it's it's clear that you value the community and you value you know I, uh, yeah I, yeah i appreciate like, that. that's, that's always like i'm not on social media as much but i do see um i do see you and i, I see all the work you do to bring different communities together and that's super cool for sure i appreciate it um cool uh what's your why why do you wake up in the morning i have a feeling i know the answer well, obviously my family, I, they're, they're a big why for me. Yep. I, you know, I think, I think there's just things I, I don't want to have regrets, you know, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to think that I could have 
done more or been more bold or, um, you know, do things that make me uncomfortable. But yeah. ultimately, I think everything I do is is for my family. Mm-hmm. That definitely that definitely comes across. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Last question. Who would you like to hear on the off the waitlist podcast? And you have to try and help me get them. Oh, okay. Um, there was an old coworker that I used to have, Chris Danina. Um, Chris is awesome. One of my favorites in Seattle. I'm not sure if he's even in Seattle anymore. Yeah, I um, think he is. Awesome coach. Yeah. This guy, just one of the most stand-up guys you can meet. Um, just, just great. Um, if I'd be curious, he has a lot of experience. I think he's now, he's like, he's doing, he's, he's actually helping a few uh, boxers kind of get ready for some fights. Dope. But that's, that's not, that Chris is a wealth of knowledge. He is, he's very, one of the best um i've seen just incredible Dope. i'm gonna try to get him he is awesome my best friend said i need to get him really oh he's great um, yeah great person great coach just great overall you you would you would awesome um, yeah for sure Dope. uh all right in closing let the people know where they can find you how they can talk to you how they can communicate with you socials yeah. whatever you want to give Go for it. It's not self-promotion because I'm forcing no, you to do it. No, for sure. Accelerate Seattle. Um, like you said, right across the street from uh, Climate Pledge Arena, you can find me on Instagram. I, Brandon102386. Uh, you can reach out to me. I'm happy to, to you know, chat with you about whatever. So, Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I'm born October 24th. Okay, Scorpios. Yeah. Let's yep. go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Like it. Okay. Choir, choir boys, athletes, Scorpios. Dude, do we become best friends? Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Oh my gosh, I so appreciate your time uh, hey, taking the time out. Uh, like, Thank like, like we said, go check out Accelerate. Uh, they're really, really great over there. They'll help you lift heavy shit. They'll get your heart rate up. It's amazing. So again, thank you for your time. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Take care, bud. All right. See ya.